1: Uh, oh, that gets you excited, don't it? Love. Oh, that gets
0: me excited. And, of course, the
1: hottest takes. I think I used to have this saying, if you don't like the series, you'll like football. Obviously, well, like-
0: I'm a pretty big football fan, and I despise <laughs> the Steelers. Okay, okay. <laughs> so get ready, because it's time for FPT Overtime. Sports Power Talk is in overtime, and ladies and gentlemen, it is time to go to war. Today, we will be talking about the sport that is very near and dear to my heart. It's very near and dear to my analyst heart. And of course, it's near and dear to your heart if you are listening to this. And that is professional wrestling. I am your host today, Logan Buchanan. And I am joined by the always lovely Alex Henry. How you doing, Alex?
1: Not too bad, Logan. I like what you did with the uh, little time to go to war action. That was was clever.
0: It's war games. It's time to go to war. Yes, sir. All right. And to get us started, we're going to hop over to Raw. Me and Alex just watched Raw. We are recording this on Monday, November 21st, fresh off of Raw, so it's clear in our minds. I wanted to start us off with the Brawling Brutes defeating Judgment Day. Alex, how did you feel about the Brutes picking up this win and getting a little bit of momentum going into Saturday?
1: Well, they needed to. They were coming to Raw's turf. If you're going to come to Raw's turf, then you better win. Mm. That's kind of how I thought. And uh, they did win, and I think that win is very, very important uh, to kind of get a good win under their belt, build up their confidence going into this weekend.
0: For sure, for sure. And I think um, who better than the Judgment Day on Raw? The you Kings know, of Raw. Yeah, they have been. They've been in nearly every segment, every feud. It's been centered around the Judgment Day. And so, so to have the Brutes come in, beat them, you know, Owen's getting the stun in the end, McIntyre doing the little – his little thing later in the night with Corbin. It was a nice presence from them um, that the Bloodline has had in the past couple of weeks. Uh, obviously not this week, but we haven't seen the Brutes more prevalent on TV. thought it was a very good match, too. I don't know. How do you feel about the match? I love the match. Yeah?
1: Yeah, it was probably the most entertaining match of the night, actually.
0: Wow, okay. Interesting. I think so. I, I don't think it was the most entertaining for me, but I'll, I'll save that one for a little later. Fair We're going to move on to... Austin Theory defeating and absolutely destroying Mustafa Ali. Man, Austin Theory is looking different now. Yeah. How do you feel about the new change, the new Austin Theory?
1: Um, you know, I still don't like him that much <laughs> if I'm being completely honest with you, but uh, I I I think the change is good for him and I like uh like he he seems more focused on winning if that makes any sense and more so than putting on a show, and you can see that in the way he wrestles. So, like, when he fought Ali tonight, he didn't go out to put on a show. He just went out to win and put on, a per, like, a domination performance, necessarily, and that's what he did.
0: No, absolutely, and I've always been a huge fan of Austin Theory. Supported him, even when he was, like, the lovable goof down in NXT. I have loved him. I loved what he's done. And I believe it was either Austin Theory, or maybe I'm just thinking of this quote randomly, But I remember hearing, for a man to win big, he needs to lose everything first. And we're seeing an Austin Theory with nothing to lose. He has nothing left to lose. He lost Vince. He lost his money in the bank. He lost his confidence. But now, this is new. This is a banger Austin Theory who's out to just destroy, leave wreckage, win titles. I love love when wrestlers have that mentality. Like the prize fighter mentality.
1: The underdog.
0: Yeah, for sure. And that leads us to the promo between him and Lashley, and then him and Lashley brawling out. Mm -hmm. Um, Seth announcing the triple threat for this Sunday, or Saturday, my apologies, which is huge. I think that match is maybe contender for match of the night. I know we were talking about it a little bit earlier. Mm -hmm. Can you delve a little bit more in depth with this triple threat?
1: Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, Seth Rollins is one of the best wrestlers in professional wrestling. So being able to watch him take on a guy like Theory and Bobby Lashley being there, especially after what Bobby was able to do tonight mm-hmm. and kind of say, hey, I'm I'm in this too. I know that it's kind of been you two, but I was the last champ. Yeah. It was me. And I think that's really important to build up for the pay-per-view, uh, especially if we're going to make it a triple threat match. I think it's important to really a good triple threat match. Every single guy's a contender, not yeah. just two of them. Uh, so that's what they're trying to do in It's kind of working, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I have more. I think I know he's going to win, but we'll get into it. Yeah, we'll get into that later. We'll get a
0: little little tease from you, Mr. Alex Henry. Um, But our final match of the night was Rhea Ripley facing off against Asuka to get the advantage in War Games. Of course, Rhea Ripley picking up the victory over Asuka, and then a huge brawl let out between the different sides. Do you think this advantage is a true advantage, or how do you see this playing into maybe Damage Control's hands?
1: No, I absolutely think it's an advantage. It's um, it's going to be very big for them because I think they have more dominant superstars, so for them to be able to dominate quicker um, is going to be very big for them.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I didn't know who was going to get advantage in this match. I'm pretty sure... I can guess, for SmackDown's matchup, but this one, it could have gone either way for me. I mean, Asuka, obviously a great competitor, and I could see them giving the faces that a little advantage, but I think the heels, being able to bully around the faces and just dominate the majority of war games until all 10 women are in the ring, it's huge. It's huge storytelling. It's huge, actually, mentality in the ring, and that leads us to we won't find out until Friday mm-hmm. who the fifth woman for
1: team Bianca is. Alex, I need your predictions on who this could be. Um so I got a couple. I think Emma makes sense because they brought Emma back. She's, you know, kind of like smackdown uh and it would make sense. They brought her back, put her in the match. But if you want to mm. know who I really think it's going to be, It's going to be Charlotte Flair. Why? And I want it to be Charlotte Flair so bad. One of the best women in professional wrestling of all time, Charlotte Flair. And, uh, yeah, I know. Doesn't that make you smile? No. It it makes me hurt inside. More than the December air.
0: (laughs) It makes me hurt.
1: No, but I honestly, though, Logan, I do think Charlotte makes a lot of sense. She's still active on the roster, but we haven't seen her in a while. I thought she was going to come back a while ago. She didn't. Mm-hmm. We don't know who this is. They're hyping it up. It's not just going to be a nobody. It's going to be somebody big. Charlotte would make a lot of sense.
0: <sighs> I hate to say you're right, but I mean it does make sense. Although, I have something different. I think Friday, they're going to be trying to announce who it is, and then a big brawl, and then it's like, you know what? She'll be here on Saturday. Because I, I, I really don't want it to be Friday – and I then, agree. I, I would
1: have rather found out in Survivor Series. Sorry to interrupt you. But Survivor Series historically has done, like, well, they'll bring out that, like, last person yeah. the night of the event. Yeah. That's I mean, a very Survivor of, Series-esque think of, thing.
0: Think of Undertaker's debut. Think of um, Daniel, Bryan. Chris, uh, Daniel Bryan. Think of Chris Jericho joining up with Roman and yep. Ambrose against the Wyatt family. Yep. That's a huge thing. Yep. And it's also a thing for war games. A few years ago, Kevin Owens was a surprise pick. It's a huge thing. So, with that being said, in my mind, the perfect scenario, it would be Sunday, the last woman still hasn't shown up until the last pick. Which is why I was so happy that Rhea won the match. So that way, the faces get the last person in. That person should be Tegan Knox. Tegan Knox was a huge NXT star and has history in war games with one Dakota Kai.
1: Interesting.
0: In NXT, Dakota Kai turned on Tegan Knox when they were on the same team in war games. So how much better to bring in this this woman who Triple H really likes Tegan Knox, He's huge on her, and she's gone. She got fired. She's not a part of WWE anymore, yet. And what a perfect way to bring her back then in war games with Dakota Kai still there and get her revenge. Finally get her revenge. I think that makes the most sense story wise. No, that's cool. And I think it's a sleeper pick because that's not a great a, theory. Not a lot of people talk. It's a great Austin theory.
1: <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shaking my head right uh, now behind the mic. It
0: was a good. It was a good pun. Um, <laughs> No, but I think that makes the most sense, although I really hate to say it. I think Charlotte makes just as much sense. So, I, I, we're just moving on. Moving on from the women's match until we get to it later. We have the World Cup semi-finals to talk about with Santos Escobar facing Butch. Of course, Mexico and England fighting.
1: Who you got and why, Alex? I got Santos Escobar beating Butch. Because Butch is preoccupied right Mm -hmm. now. Butch isn't supposed to be winning and winning and winning. He's he's on to something else right now. I like Santos Escobar um, just overall better uh, as a wrestler. Mm. So in this one, I'm going to have to take Santos.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with you. Butch has more things on his mind. Plus, you got to think, Santos Escobar also has Legado del Fantasma. So he has Wild and the Mendoza and Zelina Vega in his corner. And then you have to think, the bloodline's probably going to be somewhere messing mm-hmm. with them. Uh, so I can definitely see Butch losing and Santos Escobar carrying it. I also, because the next one, Braun Strowman versus Ricochet, both of them are faces, I think we need a heel. Mm, to win exactly. Here. And I think that makes the most sense with Santos Escobar. But we'll move right along. Since both of them are faces, which face prevails? Braun Strowman, the monster of all monsters, Versus the one and only Ricochet. Alex, I know you're a huge Ricochet fan. Does he topple the monster of all
1: monsters? No. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, he doesn't. I love Ricochet. He's probably my favorite superstar on SmackDown, maybe next to Bray Wyatt. Um, But, yeah, I love Ricochet. But Braun Strowman, he's a different beast. He's a whole different animal. He's a whole different unit. And uh, Braun Strowman versus uh, Santos Escobar, that'd be a fire match.
0: No, and I I completely agree with you, but a more fire match would be Ricochet versus Santos Escobar. I think two high flyers just told to go out there and perform, do what you do best. These two are going to prove why we had a World Cup in the first place, and it was to put on amazing matches. And I feel like Triple H kind of wants to build Ricochet up a little bit. I hope so. And... Braun Strowman, if he loses this, it's not going to be bad for him. You know, he's not going to fall down the card instantly. So he can take this loss, give Ricochet a little bit of a push, and then maybe, who knows, Santos Escobar or Ricochet. I could see either one of them taking it next week. Either one of them. And it would do wonders for both of them. No, not a bad take. Finally, we have Drew McIntyre and Sheamus taking on the Usos to get advantage for the War Games match. Obviously, Rhea Ripley and Team Damage Control got the advantage on Raw. So now who gets the advantage, Bloodline or Brutes, brutes. heels or face? Faces. Bruce. You got the Brutes? Yeah, I do. Wow. I really, really I do.
1: Well, part of it is wrestling politics where I just think the women's you know, the heels got it, so this one's the faces, got to get it. But if you want my storytelling answer, I think it makes a little more sense to try to get the early advantage on a team like the Bloodline, mm-hmm. where you could try to get them early um, because they're they're so dominant. You're going to need whatever you can to be able to beat them, and I think it would be a pretty cool spot if, you know, Sammy was the last guy to come in, which makes <laughs> which makes sense, yeah. kind of. Master strategist. it have to like, do something versus Kevin Owens. That'd be huge. That'd be pretty cool. Um, so, yeah. No, I, I agree with you that I think the faces
0: could win, and I'll get into it a little bit more when we talk about the men's war game matcha- match up, because I think Roman is the best choice to come in last. That big body tribal chief. Coming in white. Coming in white hot. Not touched match starts right when he enters his ring. I gotta acknowledge my tribal chief, like, he doesn't need to be in the match until the end. Why put him in? Why put your best guy in first? You know what I mean?
1: No, yeah, it makes a lot of sense,
0: but we'll get to that after the next couple of matches because it is time for the Survivor Series predictions. We're gonna start off hot with the women's war games matchup. Of course, we got damage control consisting of Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky, as well as Nikki Cross and Rhea Ripley, facing off against Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Mia Yim, and a woman to be decided. Of course, I thought Tegan Nox. Alex thinks Charlotte Flair or Emma. Alex, give me your predictions, what you think's going on, maybe who's starting, who's finishing. Tell me what's going on.
1: Yeah, well, I think it would make sense for, like, Who's starting? I want to say Dakota Sky. Dakota Sky? Dakota Kai. Sorry. <laughs> it is light here. It, it is light, light. here. Uh, we are actually recording, in case anybody cares, it is 1123 right now. So pretty light. Burning I, that. I think it's our latest podcast we've had in sports Park. We're Tokyo burning that time. midnight, Joe. You know? 100%. Only the best for you guys. Yes. Dakota Kai, I think, would make sense. As for, hmm, my goodness, this is kind of hard. Because I don't know what really makes the most sense. I think the other one makes a little more sense. But in terms of my predictions, I'm going to take Team... I'm going to take Damage Control. Okay. I really am. And you might say, well, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. They won tonight. They're going to win again Saturday. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because I think there's more to build off of building up Damage Control and... Rhea Ripley like higher mm-hmm. and building them stronger than what they are. So when they do finally lose in a match where it's important, maybe something more on the line, there's more significance behind it. Uh because right now they're just kind of the heels and they're the only heels really in the women's division. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense for you know to build them up higher and make them that more of a heel. So yeah, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give them the win.
0: That makes sense. I mean, thinking about when I predicted that Tegan Knox is going to come out, I think of the storyline that'll play then. And also looking back at past War Games matches, where those two teams go or those players, whoever those guys or women are, where they go after, kind of rarely matters if they won or lost. Like, I'm pretty sure Rhea Ripley. No. Rhea Ripley won after War Games. And so that one, that example doesn't make sense. But like the Undisputed Era, they're a great example. They lost the second War Games match. And then they started winning titles right after. So that's why I kind of want to go with the faces here. Because if I have Tegan Knox come in, what better way than just having her come in than her pinning Dakota Kai? Yeah. But to go back to an earlier question, who starts it? It's got to be Bianca Belair, you know, knowing her mentality, her kim- her character, her gimmick, being the EST. How better than starting the match? And then who starts it with her? Give it to Rhea Ripley. Put your best. That's solid. Put your best soldier. If Bianca's first.
1: gonna start, put Rhea, and I agree.
0: Yeah, and <sighs> that's huge because both of those women have war games experience. You have Bianca who in NXT was the big, strong muscle of her WarGames team, and then Rhea Ripley was the same way. So those two Goliaths coming at it, because I don't think we've seen them on the main roster fight yet. No, not that that I know of. Which would be huge, because I'm pretty sure, if my memory suits me, they had a pretty decent NXT feud. So just reigniting those flames, that's what WarGames is all about, is reigniting flames, reigniting feuds, just the storytelling is what war games is all about, and so that's why I based my entire prediction around storytelling. So, but who knows? We still don't even know who this last woman is, so that could change the. That I mean, could...
1: that's true. I mean, if Charlotte Flair's making her return, <laughs> how much sense does it make to have her lose? I don't know. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and that's that's why I was kind of hoping we would get an answer tonight. Yeah, but hey, more for us to predict, more right. for us to talk about. You love to see it. Moving on to, I think, Alex's least looking-forward-to match is the SmackDown Women's Championship. Ronda Rousey will
1: defend against Shotzi. Why Why don't you like this match? Because who cares? Because <laughs> who cares about this belt? It's the most boring belt right now in WWE by far. And it stinks because I'm not a crazy Ronda fan. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty obvious that she's going to win. I think Ronda's going to win, and then that's what makes me not like it even more, because I'm yeah. like, okay, so Ronda's just going to come and win, and then and then what, you know? So, yeah, I have Ronda winning. I'm not very excited. I hope I get proved wrong. A lot of times in professional wrestling, when my expectations are low for something, they get exceeded. Yeah. And I like when that happens. So. I have Ronda, I genuinely think, has had really good matches. I thought her matches at Extreme Rules was good. You didn't, but I thought it was a good match. <laughs> and so I would love nothing more than to be proven wrong and see a great Ronda Rousey match.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've talked about it uh, with the last couple. I mean, Extreme Rules, Crown Jewel. When it comes to Ronda Rousey's title reign, the only person who should end it is Shayna Baszler. And they're building towards that, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. So, when I see this match, I'm not seeing, oh, Shotzi could become women's champion. I'm seeing, oh, Shotzi's going to fall victim to Ronda until she loses to Shayna. That's what I'm going to see until she loses. But, you know, we can get proven wrong. We were talking about it with AEW, how we both thought it was inevitable that Tony Storm was going to win. And then Jamie Hayter won. Yeah. So, who knows? Maybe Shotzi wins. Shocks the world. I, well, we didn't even think Ronda would get her belt back necessarily. No, we both thought Liv was. So, yeah, that's We've been proven wrong before. Right. Who knows? I just I I don't know. It's it's a really tough match to look at because you know, you know who's going to win. It's mm-hmm. Ronda Rousey and Shot. That would be like if Brock Lesnar faced Akira Tozawa. Who's going to win? <laughs> Alex, Alex, who you got winning that
1: one? Uh, I don't know. It's pretty hard. I'm going to have to go with Brock, though. <laughs> okay, I mean, reasonable pick. I don't know if I would have gone with Brock, yeah. but, no. but you see what I mean? Yes, like, exactly.
0: It, it doesn't make sense. It's not like a David Goliath moment like Braun Strowman and Ricochet. That's different. Sure. Because you can see Ricochet winning. I don't know if anyone sees Shotzi winning. No. I don't even think Shotzi sees Shotzi winning. No. It's like and they haven't built this match good at all. No. And when you have better, I don't want to say better women, because I do like Shotzi and what she does, but when you have like someone like Raquel Gonzalez just on the sidelines, why not put her up? She'd be a way better contender than Shotzi. I don't know. That's just our opinion. You know, hopefully we're proven wrong. Hopefully, hopefully this is a five-star match, but <laughs> we'll, okay. we'll see about that. Hopefully. Moving on to what could be a five-star match, AJ Styles representing the OC, facing off against Finn Balor, representing Judgment Day. This has got to be the best feud, in my opinion, going into War Games, Survivor Series.
1: Yeah, it's close. It's between that and the triple threat for me.
0: Oh, yeah, I forgot about the triple threat. Yeah. So, I don't know, though, man. Judgment Day and OC.
1: No, I think this is good. I think this is better by just a tad.
0: Well, who you got winning? The leader of the OC, AJ Styles, or the leader of Judgment Day, the actual original club leader, Mm -hmm. Finn Balor?
1: Yeah, well, first off, this is such an exciting match because Finn Balor and AJ Styles are both elite wrestlers. So you know, like, in terms of wrestling, this is going to be a very, 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 very entertaining match. I think Damage Control is finally going to take one here. I think... Damage control isn't in the match. What did I just say? You said damage control. control. Dear... Wow. Holy (laughs) crap. Judgment Day. Ah. The Judgment Day is finally (laughs) going to take one here today, Logan. (laughs) Or Saturday. Yeah, I I don't know. I really don't see Judgment Day... When it comes to these big factions that are so powerful, Mm -hmm. they don't... There's matches that they're allowed to lose, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, The matches that they can lose, and it's not going to look good, but it's not going to ruin them. This is one of them. Mm The OC is going to get one here. AJ Styles is going to get one here. And that's going to turn into something great. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what that might be. Maybe a tag team match down the line or something like that. But, yeah, I do see AJ Styles winning here, and I think it makes a lot of sense um, because it really is going to build Judgment Day. (laughs) way 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 more uh, than it would like hurt them. Yeah. Uh in the end. So yeah, I'm going to take I'm going to take AJ Styles.
0: Interesting. I got to say damage control is my favorite male faction in WWE. <laughs> Please right stop now. talking. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I I I'm thinking about this matchup, AJ Styles and Finn Balor, and my little wrestling heart just explodes. I love it. When they had the impromptu match back in 2017 at TLC when it was Demon Finn Balor versus AJ Styles, banger of a match. This time, though, we don't have the Demon. It's Finn Balor versus AJ Styles. I still think he picks up the win. Hmm. I think Judgment Day has been not as strong. They've been... Just look at this week. They have been... Strong in segments, but they lost against the Brutes. I have Rhea Ripley losing against Mia Yim. So, in all of the War Games match... Which I
1: have Rhea winning.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, that might switch it. Sure. So, just this week for me, it's just been loss after loss after loss. And now if the leader of Judgment Day loses Finn Balor, I mean, what are you doing? And I understand, but... Like, Carly Anderson, the Machine Gun, and uh, Big Doc Luke Gallows comes back. But they're not in this match. It's AJ Styles and Finn. If they were in the match, with the rest of Judgment Day, maybe I'd give it to OC. But if it's just the leaders, pound for pound, i got to give it to Finn. Do they get involved? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, both sides. For sure. Uh, there's no doubt about that. That would be like asking if the Bloodline got involved in a Roman Reigns match.
1: What? That's never <laughs> happened. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Only happened that. Let me see. Every single every title single defense. He's ever defended <laughs> the title
1: in the past three 5,000 years. No. I mean, when looking at – and it's such a hard match. The only
0: – there's no losers because it's going to be a great match. The fans are going to love it. The fans are the biggest winners. Like, mm-hmm. it's going to be a great match. It's going to be five stars. Absolute – it's not going to be like Shinsuke and AJ at WrestleMania where the hype was so big. The hype's big for this match, but if there's any two men that could destroy that hype and put on the best match you've ever seen, I'd put it on Finn and AJ any day of the week.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a show.
0: So, moving on to what you think is the best feud going in, or
1: the best match? No, I think AJ Finn's better, but by just a tad. Just a tad? Just like a small, small, small margin. (laughs) Well, it does
0: contain one of your favorite wrestlers right now. The U.S. champion Seth Rollins will face off against Austin Theory and the former champion Bobby Lashley in a triple threat match. Any man can win, in my opinion.
1: But who do you have, Alex? Well, first I'll tell you who I don't have. Bobby Lashley. Um, Bobby Lashley ha- held the title for a while, and he's done. He's done holding the title. hmm Matter of fact, that would be one of the worst things Triple H has done if he gives the title back to Bobby. Because what it what does that do for theory? What does that do for Rollins? Okay, mm-hmm. so that means that boils it down for to Rollins and Austin theory. Yeah. To me. What makes more sense? What is my brain telling me versus what is my heart telling me? Well, my brain's telling me Austin theory. Because it's they're pushing Austin Theory. Mm-hmm. They're pushing him. This is his time to have the belt. He's down. He's beaten. He's lost everything. It's time for him to not only beat Bobby Lashley, but to beat Seth Rollins, to put it all behind him and say, Look at me. I'm the champion. I didn't need anything else. I could do it all by my own. And give him that push. But my my heart tells me Seth Rollins. Mm. Because why was it was it a sp- a sploof? Is that the word I'm looking for for him to win the title? Maybe, maybe it was the way that he came in on Raw, beat, beat Bobby. Okay, whatever, fine. You could say that, but for me, for Seth Rollins to be the champion, I see Seth Rollins being a champion, mm-hmm. and I'm not talking about him having the belt for three hundred sixty-five days, but more than two months. Yeah, I see him having that belt for more than two months, because it, it's Seth Rollins. When Seth Rollins is going to hold the belt for a long time. So when I get down to my pick, I'm an analyst at the end of the day. I'm going to
0: take Austin Theory. Going with the brain. Wow. And you know what? I think I'm going with my heart on this one, but it's not your heart because my heart leads me as well to Austin Theory. I love Austin Theory. I've loved him ever since his days on the Indies. Then when he came to NXT. Put on shows, He got a little main roster push during the pandemic era, actually underneath Seth Rollins as a disciple, which is huge. A lot of people aren't talking about that, that now seeing Austin Theory, the disciple has now become the man. Mm -hmm. He is that man. It's no longer about selfies. It's no longer about proving Vince McMahon. Yes, I am the chosen one. He's paving his own path. He's putting out amazing segments. I mean, just in the past two weeks, the Austin Theory segments have been some of my favorites. Maybe that has to do with Seth Rollins and Bobby Lashley. Maybe it's just that Austin Theory is a great wrestler and a great performer, and now people are just seeing it. And I I just think people don't want to admit how good Austin Theory is.
1: What's your take on Austin Theory? He's a great wrestler. He's a very, very good wrestler. He sells all of his moves good. He performs moves well. Um, his mic skills overall are good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I was making jokes tonight about how he was kind of cringe and it was a little cringe, but overall in terms of cutting a good promo, I think he cuts a great promo and I've said it before and I'll say it again. He is a heel that I genuinely don't like. There's not a lot of those um, anymore. We do. Yeah. I mean, everybody kind of, and it's, we're at that age mm-hmm. is what it is. You get to, you know, you're younger. You love the face. You're older. You love the heel. And then, you get older and you like the face again. Yeah. So like I don't know why that's the way it works in the wrestling world, but it's the way it is. But yeah, Fury's actually a heel that I like. I said he has a punchable face. If I saw him, I just want to punch him in the face. I don't know why. Um, so I, I don't know, man. He's jacked. Yeah. He he he'd beat me up. I would not be Tyson Fury. <laughs> um, no, but I mean overall, I I like what Fury does for WWE. He does a lot of great things for WWE. Um, as a fan. Yeah, I, I despise Austin Theory <laughs> as a fan. Uh, but, no, I, I won't deny what he does for the sport of uh, wrestling, WWE more specifically. Yeah, I mean,
0: I I would go on record to say in the next five years, maybe sooner, he's the face of the company. He's the guy.
1: I hope not. Why? The face? Yes, the guy. <sighs> maybe. I could see it in the next five years. That's what I'm saying. I could see I mean, it.
0: And if he keeps putting on amazing matches, amazing segments, why not? Why not? Yeah. People felt the same way about Seth Rollins. When he first won the title, people were like, I don't want Seth Rollins as the face. I don't want Seth Rollins to hold the title. Who do you want holding the titles right now? Who do, do you want? Do you Alex want my actual face? answer? Yeah. Alex, who? Kevin Owens. <laughs> <laughs> I, sh- I should have. I should have waited a little bit on that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of Kevin Owens, we do have the final match the men's war game match where the Bloodline, Solo Sokoa, Jay and Jimmy Uso, the Honorary Uso, Sami Zayn, and the Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns, facing off against Drew McIntyre, Kevin Owens, and the Brawling Brutes, of course, being Sheamus, Ridge Holland, and Butch. I think we both predicted that the faces would get the advantage. Does that advantage bring us victory or do
1: they fall to the bloodline? It brings us victory. I, the thing is with the bloodline, right? Is they can't lose the titles. That's like their thing. They're holding the titles. They're the bloodline. They can't lose the titles. Well, they can lose this match Mm. and keep their titles. Mm. So why not have them lose? What better time to finally have a bloodline lose than now? Mm-hmm. I think it's a great time, and I'll tell you how it happens. Ooh, indulge me. Something's going to go down with our honorary Us. And one of the actual Usos might get a little upset. And there's going to be some some, some argument, some, something going on in that match where a distraction happens. And Team Owens and the Brutes and Drew McIntyre, they're going to be able to capitalize on that. And I think it's, you know, getting around WrestleMania season, it actually kind of is technically. which is, We're just a month yeah, or two away yeah, from Road. Yeah, which is crazy to think about. We got to start thinking, who are we trying to push to fight Roman, you know? Yeah, I'm not saying I think it's Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, even mm-hmm. though I would love nothing more than that for that match to happen. But what I am saying is, why not have these guys win so we can have something going into Road to WrestleMania, yeah. whether it's none of them fighting them at all. Um, overall, it's just it's, this is the match that Bloodline can lose, so why have them win? Mm. It, I do not think if they lose the way I said that they're not going to be any more dominant. And I think that builds for much more better storytelling. Oh my goodness, can you imagine the SmackDowns where Roman's yelling at you know jimmy or jay or whoever because and he's defending sammy and then that builds inside of the bloodline even more because Mm -hmm. they lost a match because of it with roman in it because all the matches that they've lost previously roman wasn't in yeah and he yelled he why weren't you there for him why weren't you there for him well now roman's in this one and if they lose, that that's going to upset the Tribal Chief. So I, I know it's probably unpopular. I'm not saying I think this is the common take, but I think because I have the heels losing in the other one, I got to have the faces in this one in terms of wrestling politics. And uh, I think, you know, this is their match to lose. So I am going to take Kevin Owens, McIntyre, and the Brutes.
0: Man, Alex, we are just, you know, you said it was in the minority that you think, that your pick will win it over is. the bloodline. I, I am well aware. It is not the minority in this Ooh, room. Let's go. I also have Drew McIntyre, the Brawling Brutes, and Kevin Owens winning. Like you said, this is the perfect place for the bloodline to lose. Mm-hmm. Roman's titles aren't on the line. The Usos' titles aren't on the line. This is where they can lose. And I have a theory.
1: Not an Austin An theory. Austin theory. <laughs> I have a regular theory. Okay, hit me.
0: Sami Zayn. Eats the pin. He's the one getting pinned. Mm. Roman's not happy about that. Roman starts to turn on Sammy. Starts to kind of see what Jay's been talking about. And then the next couple of months, Jimmy starts to understand. And then Solo starts to understand. Now the bloodline is like, why is Sammy with us? He isn't blood. And we get a Sammy Zane face turn. And I would love nothing more than Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns at Mania. But imagine Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn at WrestleMania. The amount of support around Sami Zayn right now. And if he were, could you imagine if he beat Roman Reigns on the grandest stage of them all, defeating the legendary streak that is his title reign as a face? Sami Zayn finally getting that world title. That's my dream come true as an NXT fan, as a Ring of Honor fan, seeing Sami Zayn with a world title,
1: and this is the perfect storyline. So set the roots now. Yeah, and I I mean, honestly, I love that, and I love it because then that builds for Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn, Mm -hmm. which would be fire. And there's not a better feud than face Sami versus a heel Owens. The only thing is with that is I really don't know if I would see Sammy beating Roman at WrestleMania if that match happened. With that being said, I don't know if I would see Kevin Owens beating Roman Yeah, I mean, Roman it's Reigns. hard seeing Roman losing. Um, yeah, correct. So, no, that would be awesome. I, I love that fantasy booking. I just, when trying, because
0: Roman's not going to hold these titles, I don't think, another year. I honestly think he loses at this Mania. Because if he doesn't lose at this mania, who does he lose to? You know what I mean? The Rock. I hope not. Oh, I'm so sick of that. If The Rock comes back to face Roman at Mania, he's not losing the titles to The Rock. It's stupid. John Cena.
1: (laughs) No. Five more (laughs) (laughs) insulting picks. John Cena. I mean,
0: the names got thrown around, and the top four that I can think of is Sami Zayn, like I said. Kevin Owens, I really like from you. Cody Rhodes. Yes, I agree. And Seth Rollins. But I don't see... You know, with Cody, it's hard because maybe he's still injured. Maybe he doesn't return for Mania. We don't know. We haven't heard any reports on his injury. I haven't heard any reports on him. So I don't know his current timestamp. With Seth, does he start another feud with Roman? Mm -hmm. Because this will be... I think two or three feuds in one title reign. That's a little much, in my opinion. And what more of a story can you tell with those two? With Kevin Owens, that'd be huge. But we've also already seen KO versus Roman around this time last year, mm-hmm. you know, with the Steel Cage match, the, <clears throat> I believe, a TLC match, and a last man standing match at the Royal Rumble but we haven't seen Sammy.
1: No. Can I I know this isn't what our podcast is, but can I give you one more? Give me one more. Bray Wyatt. <sighs> Bray Wyatt is figuring out his family right now. What is his family? Who is who is his uncle? Who are these other family members? He's battling himself. I, I made this mm-hmm. joke the other day. I'm like, we're, you know, Jake doesn't watch WWE. And he's like, hey, you know, what's been going on with Bray Wyatt? And I said, oh, he just fights himself every, every Friday. <laughs> he does. And that's what's going on. Man, I mean, I don't know how they build it, but I also don't know what they're doing with Bray. But mm-hmm. Bray's, you know, oh, the bloodline. This is my bloodline. My. Y'all got brothers, well, I got brothers yeah, too. I mean, Bray deserves that. If anybody deserves a belt eventually within the next five years, like you're talking, it's Bray Wyatt. Oh, 100%. Wyatt. It's Bray Wyatt. 100%. So um, I, think that, I think that's a name to throw in there too. But uh, on top of your Cody, I think Cody's a great take. You know, Cody wins the Rumble, calls out Roman. That's the best way. No, that's way. huge. That's the best way I would do it, and that's going to be huge if that would happen. Um, but, yeah, this is just fun. That's, this is the good thing about WWE right now is – It's not predictable, necessarily. You really don't know what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I can't wait for Rumble season, because Rumbles are my favorite. I like the Royal Rumble more than some WrestleManias. It is my favorite time of year. So when we get there, and we can start talking about the actual Rumble match, and who we have coming in, it's going to be fantasy booking central.
1: You don't want to miss it. Oh, yeah.
0: But that does complete this podcast. Before we sign off, Alex... Run through who you had winning.
1: Okay, so I had damage control. Uh, not Judgment Day. <laughs> not the the female Judgment Day. <laughs> oh, Aren't that actually just... like, that kind of works. <laughs> yeah, because Rhea's, Cause in, Rhea's in it. I have uh yeah no, but I have them winning. I have AJ beating Finn. I have Austin Theory winning the IC title. Then I have Ronda Rousey winning, and then I have Team Owens. Um, winning as well. Amazing picks, but you're wrong on
0: a couple of them okay. because Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Mia Yim, and Tegan Knox. I'm saying it Tegan Knox will show up and they will win. Of course, pinning Dakota Kai. Um, Finn Balor will be AJ Styles for damage. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. The Judgment Day.
1: Yeah. <laughs> See,
0: it's late, it's almost 12. And then for the U.S. Championship, I as well have Austin Theory becoming a two-time A-Town Down champion. For the SmackDown Women's Championship, it's Ronda Rousey facing Shotzi. Ronda's going to win. And then to finish us off, the men's war game match, the bloodline will finally fall to Drew McIntyre, Kevin Owens, and the Brawling Brutes, James Ridge Holland, and Butch Alex, any last-minute thoughts before we sign off?
1: Yeah, one final last-minute thought I just thought of is, you know, when you talk about pushing somebody, guys who historically get the push had a good uh, IC title reign. Um, the U.S. title. U.S. title, my, yeah. my mistake. Get a good – they hold that title well. And yep. then when they lose that title, they get their push. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it makes even more sense to and, pick Austin Theory. And you
0: know one name that I'll throw out there that perfectly exemplifies what you just said? John Cena. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Because right when he lost that U.S. title match, a month later, yep. faced JBL at WrestleMania, won the title. Yep.
1: Yeah, happens all the time. <laughs> uh, but, no, I'm very excited for Survivor Series. We just came off a hot AEW pay-per-view last Saturday. Yeah. So my expectations for wrestling pay-per-views are high, but I, I in Triple H, I trust he's done great every single pay-per-view. Yeah, He has not missed, and I know war games, it's going to be war. Absolutely. So I'm excited.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, please don't forget to watch WWE Survivor Series War Games at the TD Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. That will do it for today's episode of Sports Power Talk Overtime. I hope you have all enjoyed our preview and predictions of WWE's Raw, SmackDown, and Survivor Series. Once again, as your host, my name is Logan Buchanan, and I was joined today by... Alex Henry. Please enjoy Survivor Series.